This is Kate, and I want you to know that Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy, and I have partnered up. MyPillow has fantastic products. Not only the amazing MyPillow, but dog beds, absorbent soft towels, wonderfully soft sheets. I mean, the most amazing softest sheets. The best in the marketplace. Luxurious robes, incredible mattresses, you name it. He has the very best products for the very best price. You won't find these prices anywhere else. You also get to support two things. Mike Lindell and, of of course, Truth and Radio, my show. You get to support both of us and keep this show on the air when you buy these products for your home directly from MyPillow.com. There's a lot of advantages to buying direct from MyPillow as well. Wedding gifts, Father's Day, Mother's Day, just the very best products for your home. Use the code word Kate at MyPillow.com and get the best discounts, and you'll be telling everyone about these products. Those towels get every bit of moisture off your body. I'm not kidding. The sheets, oh my gosh, the soft sheets you will ever experience. You really need to get these great products and help us both out. Keep this show on the air. And Mike's movie, Absolute Proof, is a must-see. It's all about the voting fraud. So make sure, support both of us. Go to my pillow. Use the word Kate. Get steep discounts on everything. I really thank you for this. Thanks, you guys. Sunny with a 100% chance of government overreach. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Such a long time. It was excruciating. It was pretty <laughs> oh my epic. gosh. Yeah. Romney and uh, Governor Cox both booed, the only two that were booed at their own their own Republican convention. And then what did those two stand up and say? Um, they called out the people that that hate them as the bad guys. And uh, they were the only two that did that. Isn't that interesting? I just I just want us to kind of think about that for a moment. They were booed heavily, both of them, Governor Cox and Romney, at their own convention. All right. Well, <laughs> I just wanted to go down memory lane because that didn't happen very long ago. And I just kind of just, boy, um, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. And I've got Melissa today. I've got Susan today. I also have, um, uh, I was also looking at, uh, and I also have a guest, as you can probably tell. Woody Woodbury, how are you? Great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. He is actually running for mayor of St. George. Of St. George. And I'm actually, I want to talk to you. I have lots of questions for you. Man, do we have some hot button issues. This is going to get good. We're going to have fun. (laughs) Woo! Uh, So I want you to hear, and and I actually want you to chime in if you'd like to and ask him questions and things that you think um, that if you could, uh, if you could have a mayor speak for you, what would you, what, what would you want him to tackle? What would you want him to do? And when I say that, I've often been critical of elected officials who say, you know, I just want to do what you want. Well, 
No, we want you to have good principles, too. We want mm. you to be able to act with those good principles, too, not just go with what the crowd wants, either. Sometimes the crowd doesn't want the right thing based on principles. So it's kind of a mixed bag, isn't it? It's like, you yeah, know. Yeah, it really is. I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur by mm-hmm. profession. Um, and when we, when we talk about doing market research, right, for uh, launching a new product or a new mm-hmm. business, we understand in the entrepreneurial world that the customer has no clue what they really want. Yeah. And so when you ask them, what do you want? They're going to tell you something, but then they're never going to buy that because that's not really what they want. Ah, interesting. And so you have to address that right. issue in a completely different way. Hmm. And so asking, for example, an elected official asking the public, what do you want? Yeah. What do you want well, me to do? They're, it's like, well, they're not going to be, and then they're never going to be happy because you did what they said, but that's not really what they wanted mm-hmm. or what they needed. Yeah. We don't want somebody that, that just does whatever they want and that's it. And you also don't want somebody that goes rogue. So it's, mm. and mm-hmm. does their own thing, you know, with the feds, which we've seen a lot of no. in the city. So it's been very, very interesting uh, to watch. And so uh, we're going to be talking about some of these hot button issues. I want to see where uh, Woody stands. He's running for mayor and uh, like uh, Michelle Tan is running for uh, the council. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that will be good too. And uh, Larry Myers is running for county commission. And right. I just wanted to, to tell everybody that, and I was really, before we get rolling, um, I was really uh, happy that this gentleman posted this. His name is Cam. And he posted this. And so I actually shared it. And he said uh, that, well, there's a meeting tonight at six o'clock where the Water Conservancy District is going to put into motion fines and more fees and everything else if you kind of go above what they say um, in, in water usage. And and so this is what he said. Uh, he said, you know, hey, Water Conservancy District, where's our money? You know, please hmm. be aware of the vote that's taking place tonight at Washington County Water Conservancy District. It's funny. Did you, Does anyone realize that this is going on tonight? Uh, I would dare to venture that almost no one reading this is aware that they are voting tomorrow to begin fining us and our businesses and our hotels hefty fines for water usage. I, this is the same Water Conservancy that took enough money that they have a 10-year budget ahead. 10 years. Okay. Uh, because the water district is accountable to no one, that's true, they are now going to force municipalities to be their tax collectors for their so-called excessive use fees uh, by fining citizens and businesses for their water usage or forcing the municipality to pay the conservancy district directly themselves. The best part, though, is they're taking, they are bribing the cities with 5% of that money they collect to be kept for administrative fees. And I know that there are many reading this who think that the fee is a good thing, but you are not seeing the whole picture. The reality of the Water Conservancy District is aware that the result uh, of Biden in office, the Lake Powell pipeline will never be built. Now they're in panic mode on what to do. Why does that matter? Because they've been taking obscene amounts of money through new construction impact fees, county taxes, monthly utility bills. Oh boy, can I just tell you? Hmm. You know what my monthly uh, utility bill just was? $650. Holy. Mm-hmm. And just and just about anywhere they can squeeze a penny out of us for many, many years with zero accountability as to how the money's being spent. The bottom line here is that uh, he felt he feels the Lake Powell pipeline is not going to be built and that we need to demand our money back that was allocated toward them as they've been taking that in fees. And 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 we need to demand that this totally out of control, unaccountable quasi government entity either cough up the money or give it back to us for funds not used um, and go to the meeting tonight, uh, six o'clock. And they're planning on doing this to all of us. They probably didn't, yeah, no, uh, tell you a lot about this. Um, but uh, I don't think they want people in those seats. But I think 
be in those seats. No, so, they well, absolutely don't want you in those seats yeah. because that's how they get away with doing right. what they want to do. How do you feel about about what they're about to do and, and about the cities? You know, I mean, I've been hearing every single July we're in the worst drought of our lives and no fireworks and yada, yada. I've been hearing this for 10 years on the radio, 10 mm. years. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on the water situation? My thoughts on the water situation is that... <sighs> I believe a lot of it's fabricated. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, the Lake Powell pipeline that you mentioned, this mm-hmm. gentleman who had this post that, oh, they believe now that suddenly this pipeline will never happen. Here's a major problem with the even concept of a Lake Powell pipeline. If you have any clue with regards to water rights, mm-hmm. you would know instantly that a pipeline to get water from Lake Powell for Utah mm-hmm. is impossible, period. It is not even in the spectrum of possibilities. Mm. Um, and that's because, yes, we have rights to the Colorado River, mm-hmm. sure. However, once that river enters what is known as Lake Powell mm-hmm. um, and that reservoir, the water rights to that reservoir mm-hmm. are actually assigned to three states, and Utah is not one of them. So those three states are California, Nevada, and Arizona. Right. Now, California wants more water. Mm-hmm. Nevada wants more water. Arizona wants more water. They want more of the share of water that's coming out of that reservoir. That's, so they get the first three seats at the table? So they get the, th- they get the seats at the table. Guess mm-hmm. what? Ne- none of them are getting more of the water. Yeah. Now... Enter Utah, who wants some, mm-hmm. and we don't have any rights to it. Yeah. Do you really think that California is going to go graciously say, mm-hmm. absolutely, you can have some of ours? Right, right. <laughs> you know, I've done a lot of shows on drilling down for water because this is what they did for centuries. But for some reason, we've been told that water only comes from snowpack and mm. that it's not the case. This is this is how they've gotten water for the centuries and they go very, very far down for renewable water, actually. Yeah. And so um, how, how come do you think they, or how come do you think, don't you just love it when I talk like that? Anyway, I have a headache and it's a Wednesday. What can I say? Um, but, <laughs> um, but why do you think they won't even have a conversation about that? Because it's a potential real solution. Yeah. Um, I saw behind closed doors when I was developing a, a, a large business in Southern Utah, mm-hmm. walked into a conference room in Washington City, and they had, uh, this was years ago, um, and they had up in that conference room a board, mm-hmm. and that board outlined the plan for water from mm-hmm. the Lake Powell pipeline that was being proposed. Mm-hmm. That plan did not include drinking water or anything else for Southern Utah. That plan included a very high-end resort lake akin to Lake Las Vegas with multi-million dollar properties all the way around it. Hmm. Hmm. When I asked them about it, they said, oh, that's something else. And then they took it out of the room. (laughs) Really? Yep. Wow. Uh, Yeah, we (laughs) we seem to get a lot of those. Uh, a lot of those little uh, housing projects brought yeah. in here. So, yeah. okay. Inter- yeah. Um, I think there needs to be a lot more discussion going on. And uh, it seems to me that the only thing they're touting is you need to have a different lawn and you need to, uh, you, you know, mm. your life is more controlled. That's my opinion. But yeah. I, yeah. and I'm always just shaking my head at this because do they realize 
that they realize this is America and they realize we, we don't work like that. Um, I just, I'm, I'm always surprised at that. And I, and I am surprised for this, you know, I was looking at weather all the way back to 1887 in Utah. And, uh, you know, we really haven't had any real big steeps and valleys and, and anything in the numbers. It hasn't been any shockeroo. <laughs> it's been, mm. it's been basically just the ebb and flow of life and the ebb and flow of, 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 of rain and the ebb and flow of weather. And so, um, when people uh, consistently tell me that climate change is afoot and we're all of a sudden going into this abyss, I'm always surprised because if you just go back and look at the weather, um, we had years where we were at 106 and 109 and years where we were at 99 in the in July and mm-hmm. and all the way back to 1887. I mean, it's absolutely kind of ridiculous that we yeah. do, that, do yeah. all this. I mean, but. I'm a I'm a technically transplant to Southern Utah. My uh-huh. family's from Southern Utah. I would visit Southern Utah growing up as a kid, but my dad was in the Air Force. Mm. So I lived in Europe and the South Pacific and traveled the world, right, as a, mm-hmm. as a child. But um, the first time I officially moved to Southern Utah uh, was right after serving a mission. Okay. Uh, my parents had retired here, coming mm-hmm. back to the family roots. Right. And uh, so I came here and I lived that first summer in a... Uh, a motorhome, an old motorhome uh-huh. in my grandfather's backyard as we built our house. Right? Nice. Yeah. That old motorhome had no AC. Uh huh. And so I and got. You survived? I survived. How'd you survive? I survived. <laughs> Shock. First summer in St. George. Yeah. Uh, I got a real good lesson on what those pioneers must have gone through. Oh my gosh, I could only imagine. <laughs> wow. But I remember thinking, holy cow, why would I ever want to live in this town? Because. <laughs> That summer, it broke the 120 mark. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, and that was just astounding to me. 120. And and now here we are in the one teens. Yeah. And people are going, oh my gosh, it's never been this hot before. And I go, do you realize how yeah, long have we, you been in St. George? We never <laughs> understand even a year ago what happened here. I swear, it, it, every single year it goes on like this. We're we're gonna go head to a break right now. We're gonna come right back. But I want to I want to talk about the city budget. Because I think we have some surprising things for you uh, uh, to, to look at. Woody Woodbury is joining me. He's running for mayor. We'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. Kate Daly's show. And uh, I've got Woody Woodbury with me today. He is running for mayor. And, and I wanted to interview him and, and ask him some questions on what his thoughts were on water. And I mean, you name it, Dixie, the budgets. Uh, wow. Mm-hmm. We have a lot to go over. Uh, I just want to ma- mention Garage Doors Only on uh, 689 North Bluff. And when you call them, make sure and dial 435. Um, because uh, because of the number that it is, dial 435. It's, it's uh, 8... 
868-1200. They were voted best of Southern Utah two years in a row, and uh, they are the largest uh, Clope garage door dealer, along uh, with all kinds of other brands. And um, they are licensed in both Utah and Nevada. They are awesome. I know these guys. They're good people. And uh, they've been serving happy customers here for 21 years. So just go with someone that you're going to be able to get on the phone with. <laughs> I love these guys. Um, garage doors only. Uh, give them a call. Give them your business for sure. And I have I have uh, Woody with me. I also wanted to mention before we get rolling an event. This event is a educational event. And I, th- I do think everybody should... Uh, well, you should definitely uh, be part of this. Santa Clara City Hall. This is at the end of the month, July 31st on a Saturday. July 31st on a Saturday, 8.30 to 4.30 p.m. Santa Clara Drive, Santa Clara. And this is at Santa Clara City Hall. And they're going to have speakers on the Constitution, developing America's great success formula, a lunch break, and then perfect plan of liberty. Um, space is limited. You must register. And uh, and to do that, let's see here, uh, to do that, go to America. AmericanSeminar.Weebly.com. AmericanSeminar.Weebly.com. And uh, you can get more information there. Definitely do that. That's July 31st. Uh, all about the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, which I know that you love. <laughs> so this is going to be good. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, so as far as water goes for like about a minute, let's just, let's just tackle that. If they were to, say, uh, spend some money on a well that actually, these wells that actually went down far enough, um, I know know um i know mm-hmm. michelle randall the current mayor said well property rights property rights we can't mm, do it against yeah. property rights right what, what would you say to that so property rights she's talking i'm gonna make an assumption she's talking mm-hmm. about water rights yeah. when she says property yeah. rights she goes we go down 800 <laughs> feet and i'm thinking well the government so, owns a whole lot of property but go ahead uh yeah. so mm-hmm. there becomes an issue right where you don't want to infringe on property rights and water rights become part of property rights mm-hmm. um water rights are bought and sold on the free market mm-hmm. all right. over, all the time. Um, now so I'm why not, doesn't a I'm group not, come in and do it? I'm not an expert on water rights, mm-hmm. but uh, I would imagine that if you dug down far enough mm-hmm. so that you're not interfering, mm-hmm. uh, you yeah. know, drilled a Maybe well like far 3, enough. Maybe like 3,000 feet or more. Mm-hmm. Correct. And it's, that's possible. Mm-hmm. So if you're not interfering with the water supply of the individuals who have water rights at the surface, mm-hmm. um, then I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. Now, here's the problem, though, that I have. I don't want government to do that. Government should not yep. be doing right. that. That is that is a need for a... The, yeah. the, the evil word capitalist endeavor. <laughs> I can't, I know. Isn't an it entrepreneurial interesting that venture. they paint it that way now? I uh, mean, it just amazes, it amazes me. It amazes that, me. Yeah, that is, that is a need for an entrepreneurial uh-huh. venture to come in and say, hey... If we build a well, mm-hmm. we could sell that water to the city. Right. We could sell that water to mm-hmm. whoever. Yeah. Whoever wanted to buy it. Yeah. Um, Not to mention the fact they own a lot of land that they can do that on. Yeah. Uh, so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's a totally solution. doable. Uh, and that's a real solution. Willing to have a conversation about it. Oh, Seems heck like yeah. the only way they want to do it is just more and more and more regulation on people and fines. More so. government. And that's um, not the answer. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, the budgets. This is interesting, huh? Oh, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> if you go back a decade, the budget was... Well, not even a decade. We didn't it, even go back that far. No, I mean, it, back to 2000... Uh, or, yeah, uh, back to 2015. Uh, 15. Actually, 2013, it was 180. Okay. 
180. Okay. 13, okay. And then it went up to 185. Okay. 185 uh, million. And, and that was in what year? And that was in 2015. So 15. from 2013 to 2015, it only went up five. So it was 180 and then 185. Then in 2018 to 19, it went all the way up with Pike in as mayor at 270. And the council went along with us. Mm-hmm. You didn't get any non-support for this budget. 270. I mean, $95 million up. That's okay? quite a bit. That's quite a bit. Then in 19, uh, 2019 to 20, it went to 353. So it went from 185 to 270 to 353. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh my gosh, how are they doing this? How are they jacking up this number so high? And then it went to 2021. And what's the budget? 423 million, million dollars. dollars. That's that's so, a lot of moolah. oh my gosh, we must have a million people here. What in the world happened to not, raise the and, budget that and, high? And remember, that's St. George City, yeah, just not city. Washington County, yeah, right? If you right. think population growth in the county, yeah, sure, we've had a lot of people move in. But what about St. George City yeah. population growth? Yeah. Not anywhere close to that. Yeah. It went from 73,000 people to 94,000 people, or 96,000, yeah, depending on like who that. you're, what graph you're looking at. Yeah. Um, so how much is that per person? $423 million worth of budget, Woody? Uh, I have two questions. <laughs> where the heck is it going? Yeah. Which we can look in the budget right. and find out. Right. And where in the world is that money coming from? Yep. And $4,400 a person. Per year. Yeah. Per year. Is the budget for 2021. $4,400 uh, per person. I don't pay that kind of That's city... An- taxes oh my gosh. per year. There's so no you're way. right. Where's the money coming Where from? Where in the world? And why have they doubled, more than doubled this budget? Yeah. Why? There's now, no reason. We we haven't even hit 100,000 people. This is absolutely ridiculous. I can tell you that um, the current mayor and city council members will tell you, oh, it's in the budget for 2021. Go read it. Hmm. Everything yeah. seems to be in the budget. Everything's in the budget. My uh, gosh. And uh, the, the, the problem uh, with that budget is it's 300 something pages long. Yeah. And none of it is clear, clear at all on. Yeah. Well, first of all, there's no indication of where the money's coming from. Mm-hmm. There's also very little information on how it's being spent. Hmm. It's all large summary so, data. No transparency. And Zero. they're proud to put forth a budget of four hundred and twenty three million dollars. You guys, six years ago, it was one hundred and eighty five. What in the world has happened here that has caused them to do this? Mm-hmm. This is insanity. I, I, I'm, I'm embarrassed for them. I remember when people were freaking out because they had upped it $100 million and mm-hmm. there was no reason. And now over $200 million mm-hmm. more? And is it, does anybody realize this? I, I think part of it stems oh from individuals who are in charge of budgets yeah. not... Right. Not having a grasp. Yeah. And they're on, jacking up fees and fines yeah. to pay for this. Yeah. They, well, don't have pay- a, they don't have a grasp on reality of what it is to run. Uh, again, again, going back to my entrepreneurial, I've been in consulting for years, mm-hmm. right? Um, if I was to talk to a company mm-hmm. where their budget was just crazy like that, yeah, they're spending. You would, yeah. I would it, tell them they're call stupid. It a question. Sure, sure. I would tell them they're crazy. Yeah. Because they're going to just bankrupt their business. They're going to be gone and no one's going to care otherwise because, oh, well, that remember yeah. that business? 
I mean, I, it's absurd. It is absurd. Um, um, and they really do need to, um, this whole council did nothing but support all these budgets. So the people running for mayor from the council and mm-hmm. the mayor herself approved all of this. $423 million, you guys. Um, it's it's ludicrous. And, you know, when they start building uh, housing for uh, city employees, um, yeah, can you even imagine? Uh, can you get to be more of a socialist than that? Yeah. There's something really, really wrong. Okay, what about Dixie? What did you think about this whole debacle with uh, with the with the Dixie board putting up the name and 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 how do you feel about the city and the name Dixie? Hmm. That has been a battle. I went to Dixie in uh, 2006 2009. Mm-hmm. Graduated in 09, and that entire discussion started when I was at Dixie there. To become yeah. a university and right. try to strip the name Dixie from the name of the school. So it has been a battle that has been raging for a long time. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? I think do it is think an it absolute disgrace. Amen, brother. To, to the history of this area, to the men and women who sacrificed everything mm-hmm. to, uh, to come down to southern Utah, to, to build... Uh, attempt to grow and build a cotton mm-hmm. farming area down yeah, here so industry. that they could not have to rely on slave cotton from the south let's remember that yeah right you're right Make one of the point. most one of the most anti-slavery things that they could have done <laughs> <laughs> you're right you're uh, absolutely right and and to and to to say oh well dixie is gonna impact our ability to recruit students I don't think so. You know, changing the name on um, a whim instead of actual reality of it actually happening because that hasn't happened. So mm-hmm. that's what gets me. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's all, it's all based it's on a to. false yeah. narrative of we're afraid it's going to do this mm-hmm. or, oh, well, we've heard reports from past students that their job right. prospects are being negative, negatively impacted. I could tell you of one of the largest uh, contracting companies in the world. Mm-hmm. Who hired me on the spot. And Dixie wasn't an issue? Dixie was not an issue. Big Guess what? Shock. I was going to SUU at the time. Guess what was an issue? What? Southern Utah University. Really? Yep. Okay, the most that's... benign, generic <laughs> name of all time. Southern Utah University was the issue. Huh. They didn't even care about Dixie. No, I didn't think so. And the reason, and I, I grilled the heck out of them because mm-hmm. I'm an entrepreneur. I don't freaking care. I'll ask questions. Right, right. Uh Interesting. I so grilled the heck you... out of them and found out, oh, the reason they were not able mm-hmm. to hire me. So what would you have done as mayor? Because I haven't seen a lot of action from anyone in office. Yeah. They've been kind of silent. What would you have done? So here's the thing. The mayor, I don't know if has a whole lot of say mm-hmm. in the university's mm-hmm. process. The one thing that I believe should have been done by elected officials in office, mm-hmm. uh, the mayor, city council, whoever, should have been to shed light and truth on what was really going on and happening. You're right. Instead of hiding yeah, behind closed doors and, oh, well, we didn't know, mm-hmm. or we had no indication. We're waiting to see how it We're waiting out. to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I find that very hard to believe. That's a, that's a scapegoat excuse. 
Yeah, because it's almost like providing cover. It's like yeah. you just don't want anyone to know. You just don't want to ruffle any feathers. I I, I see it as playing politics. They mm-hmm. want to be elected, so they want to appear like they're trying and they're doing their best. Mm-hmm. And I call it fake fight. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> it's it's yeah. a fake fight. Uh, you know, it's the movie fighting, yeah. right? It's yeah. not real. It's fake. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, look at me. I'm upset, but not really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, to, to be able to stand up and say, this is mm-hmm. not right, and this is what's really going on, that, that takes guts. Yeah, you're right. Um, it does. And, and I think a lot of times our elected officials are more interested in being reelected mm-hmm. than they are in doing the right thing. Well, and amen to that. When, uh, when doing the right thing yeah. supersedes being elected. You have a problem, yeah. That's, yeah. well, no, that's doing oh, the yes, right thing. Yes, doing the supersedes right thing. Supersedes being elected. Yeah, that's right. when freedom and liberty is preserved. Thank you for that. I'm talking with Woody Woodbury. He's actually running for mayor. Be right back. We're going to tackle some more issues. Be right back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. talking about city issues uh really going local in this hour today and i'm glad you're joining me make sure you go um uh over to uh abc auto body central those are the guys that are going to fix you up if you're in a car accident you get to choose your provider and so even talking to the car rental companies uh they'll tell you that uh, abc has one of the best reputations because they'll work with your provider with you know for you in your behalf and they'll make sure that they're on your side and they get the work done and they're just amazing guys they know what they're doing the car is going to be uh, perfect again and uh, no one will ever be able to tell you're in an accident it'll be safe to drive and they'll even come to your home and do the assessment at your house ABC Auto Body Central is the only guys I would use I can't even tell you how many times I've used them it's embarrassing because my kids but anyway I'm just telling you the ABC Auto Body Central is amazing. And Dixie Cairo, if you need chiropractic care, I love their name, Dixie, make sure that you go to DixieCairo.com uh, and they have a $99 special. These guys know what they're doing and uh, they've got every every new state-of-the-art piece of equipment you could ever imagine for everything from neuropathy to uh, disc problems. They're going to fix you up. My husband had such a great, uh, uh, a great time over there getting fixed up himself. And so make sure you go over to Dixie Cairo. Ward Wagner is the best. He has a show after mine and he's just superb he knows what he's doing and i would i would trust anyone with ward i think he's amazing cairo uh, dixiecairo.com i'm with woody woodbury he is running for um uh, mayor for st george and what is the website you can give people for more information on you on the issues that we not we, we might not get to today yeah so i uh i just got the website technically up mm-hmm. finished last night okay excellent <laughs> excellent i, I Running for mayor was sort of a, a last-minute crap. Somebody needs to be a patriot, stand up, do the right thing. So I, I like that. I'm a little bit behind the eight ball. No, on I that. like that you're more the reluctant person going for it. Too many people stay in power. Yeah, I mean, long time. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of my entrepreneurial ventures that got put on hold mm-hmm. because of this, and so my financial gain is being hurt, right? Yeah. Which is what it should be. Yeah, it should be a, a sacrifice to to do service. For our people. Um, so there's a couple places. The website is woodyformayor.org. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that's the number four. Or dot org. The, dot okay. org. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, so it's mm-hmm. Woody, Woody with the number four. Okay. 
mayor.org or .com. Okay. Uh, both of them get you the with same the place. Mm-hmm. With the number. Okay. Yep. Excellent. I like it. Okay. Um, we were just <laughs> we were just talking about the Dixie name and uh, the budget. I mean, it's just horrendous. I, I'm still looking at this number, $423 million, and can't <laughs> believe that they got there with that. And it'd be really nice... It'd That's, be really nice to cut that back for seriously only ni- ninety-four thousand people. I mean, come on. Oh my gosh! Yeah, absolutely. I, we were talking on the commercial break. I, I could probably guarantee that we could cut that almost in half. Yeah. yeah. Just, just knowing, and and what I've done in consulting with helping companies systemize, optimize, and increase their profits by mm-hmm. doing nothing different than just running more efficiently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you we can cut that number down. And I would I would wager to say in half. Yeah. Because I I just looking through the budget, there's so much inflation in there, it's not even funny. Absolutely. What about jobs? You know, they consistently tell us <laughs> uh, they got a lot of control over jobs, it seems. What what is your viewpoint <laughs> oh, on this? Jobs. Jobs. Jobs, jobs, jobs. Text the answer. Mm-hmm. Tech Ridge. That's the answer. No. <laughs> We're going to have a tech-centered mm-hmm. Silicon Slope St. George something or other, right? right. Um, that is the answer in the future for Southern Utah, right? Right. That's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they want, the so tech pipeline. View? I think that... So I've done a lot of consulting up in Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of fundraising up in Silicon Valley, and tech is huge. However, in Silicon Valley... Most people don't realize this, but Silicon Valley has realized that tech is not really what drives Silicon Valley anymore. Mm. Um, it's where it started. Right. And that's what it, they're known for. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I, I, I sat in um, pitch meetings with angels and VCs up there. And out of the dozens and dozens of entrepreneurs that came through and pitched, mm-hmm. I would say maybe 10% of them were actually tech. Mm, interesting. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, mm. And so in order to have a robust uh, economy or mm-hmm. a robust uh, industry of any kind, you need diversity. Right. Right. Because one industry mm-hmm. services another industry. Sure. And, um, some industries create outside revenue sources coming into the area, which help bolster the area's economic uh, stability and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and so... If we are going to be able to have jobs in this area, we need to stop putting so much emphasis on only tech. Mm-hmm. And I realize that all of our, all of my tech friends, I got a lot of a lot of friends in the tech industry in Southern Utah. And if you guys are listening, I've, I've nothing but admiration for you guys because mm-hmm. you guys are doing amazing work. Mm-hmm. But there are other things that are needed. Yeah. Um, I I had a couple of companies that I was trying to get started in St. George. I told you mm-hmm. this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of the cards were on the table, except for that one piece of the pro forma mm-hmm. that outlined what the salary was going to be for our employees. What happened? We submitted the final pro forma to the city. Mm-hmm. They were on board till this. Everyone point. was on board. Mm-hmm. Everyone was one hundred percent on board. Very mm-hmm. excited. We'd call them. They'd answer right. the phone, or they'd call us right back. We'd send yeah. them an email. Yeah. Return that email right away. We submit the pro forma. The only piece that hadn't been disclosed was salaries. Salaries. It's interesting that you have to disclose that. Interesting. It, yes. Yeah. Very interesting hmm. in my opinion. Hmm. But uh, so we disclosed that, and uh, the minimum starting salary was about seventy-five k a year. Hmm. Okay. And then what happened? 
Crickets. <sighs> crickets, yeah. crickets, crickets. Wow. Not a single. So, we could not that. get them to reply to a phone call, an email. We would stop by the office. They were always out of the office, always. Never available. Could not get them to return a phone call. So, why do they have this kind of control? How could what could you do to change this kind of control? First of all, a couple of heads need to be bashed and told. To... <laughs> He's kidding. <laughs> no, she's very kidding. Sorry, He's I. Kidding. Yeah, sorry about that. But yeah, um, he's, he's teasing. No, I think I think we need to wake up mm-hmm. and tell government to get out of the way yeah. of free market. Um, we try to control government tries to control what they want mm-hmm. to have come into the area. So, for example, I, I don't know how many times I've gone to the Economic Development Summit, mm-hmm. St. George, all that stuff sure. for years and years and years. And I stopped going because the only thing they ever talked about was tech and developing the tech pipeline in southern Utah mm-hmm. and working with Dixie State to develop this tech pipeline of people who were right able to work in tech. Yeah, shows you kind of a lot about their drive to change the name. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, well, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we can talk about that uh-huh. name. But... Uh, Why is government trying to force a specific industry? Yeah. Why not allow yeah. free markets and entrepreneurism and that evil word capitalism <laughs> to to I, be free and to do what it needs it to do to this country? It is the reason we're all here, and I it, I, I, it just it baffles me that that they can paint it in such a dark way. Yeah. The definition of entrepreneurship in my book is mm-hmm. providing a solution. Mm-hmm. To a need or a problem, right? We have needs and problems in Southern Utah that are being ignored, and solutions are coming into that area that are being pushed out, right? Because they're not the right type of industry. They're not the right type of manufacturing, mm-hmm. um, right? And what do you think about all the housing that's cropping up? Mm. The uh, socialized housing. <laughs> they like la- they call it housing justice, but. I call it socialized housing. Housing what you, what justice. Do you, what do you I, think about all that? Uh, you know, once again, if we allowed free markets mm-hmm. to do what they do, mm-hmm. there are contractors that I know of in this area that are trying to af- provide affordable housing. Right. Um, we've got other situations that are causing issues with building in Southern Utah. Not socialized housing, just no, no, no. a home just, that's a little cheaper end, right? Yes. That you could sell somebody and they and actually I'm, buy with their own money. Correct. Okay. And I'm not going to name any names because right, right. I don't, you know, I'm not affiliated with any contractors. I mm-hmm. was a contractor. Mm-hmm. But uh, there are contractors who are trying to provide housing that is affordable. Yeah. Um, and they're trying their best to make that uh, a reality for okay. people in Southern Utah. Uh we run into situations where we've got uh, material pricing, mm-hmm. scarcity, and things like that, which I fully believe are fairly manufactured mm-hmm. uh, to drive yeah. the housing costs up, up and the mm-hmm. market up, which pushes the narrative of this need for socialized housing, Housing, right? That's affordable. You're going to hear all these buzzwords mm-hmm. uh, that sound cool. Yeah. Hey, affordable Sounds housing. Like you're doing yeah. somebody a favor. I'm gonna. That's mm-hmm. great. I would love because I can't afford to buy a house, and so right. in Utah, there's no right. way. Right. But it's subsidized housing is what people don't yes. get. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, and so, 
you know, so yeah, no, government should never be, now if there is a financial need, right, Mm -hmm. where somebody has lost their job and they need a a hand up, Mm -hmm. and that's another thing, I hate using those words because hand up, not hand out, it's all just a whole bunch of hogwash, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you know, there are, there are situations where somebody needs help. But then I have to ask, should government be the one supplying that help right. or that solution? Or should that be a private sector, mm-hmm. uh, not-for-profit organization that is designed right. to help those individuals? I have to agree with that. I have um, to agree with that. I mean, we've got a ton of them. Yep, I we've agree. We've got a ton of them. And, and they do fantastic work. What are your thoughts on uh, lockdowns? Because ha- if we go into another one, the UK is promising they're, they're uh-huh. going into one, um, and autumn and fall and, and winter are out. So what do you? What are your thoughts on um, what happened here when we mm. had zero cases of anything and didn't have anything going on? What What was your take on all that? Mm, I am person who, when somebody tells me to do something, I say, "Yeah, right." <laughs> Yeah. I think most of us are in Southern yeah, Utah. I think, I think, we, were I think both, we all went, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I don't think yeah. so. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I think, okay, here's here's the thing. You've probably heard the phrase, teach men correct principles, allow them to govern themselves. Yes. Um, a lot of people will know where that comes from, but uh, mm-hmm. that is a very true principle. And when you uh, release the truth about what's happening, and then you allow people to govern themselves, make decisions for themselves, Mm -hmm. amazing things happen. Yeah. Uh, If we truly had a situation where a lockdown was required, quarantine was required to save lives, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the worst plague in the world Uh because it's airborne. It's going to kill everybody. Right. Not the case. Not even close. Uh, We could talk about that one for a Mm -hmm. long time too. But if that were the case and you opened the information gates of truth to the American people instead of trying to spin it for political gain or whatever may be happening. Or feed the fear. Feed Mm -hmm. the fear. Mm -hmm. People will say, man, I'm going to do what I've been taught my whole life. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling sick. I'm going to call in sick from work and I'm going to stay home until I feel better. Yeah, like what we've always done. Hey, wait a second. There's a crazy idea. Mm-hmm. No, instead we quarantine all of the healthy people. Right. Wreck our economy. Yeah. I can tell you, I know of about a dozen companies in St. George that when they even heard about the possibility of being shut down, they closed the doors, went up bankrupt, and just disappeared from Southern Utah. Jeez. And that was just on the prospect that they were going to have to be forced right. to close. Yeah. The and they went, okay, we're done. We can't wow. survive this. Jeez. And the closing of the parks and the golf course. I mean, they just went a little nuts. They did. And uh, the fear, the fear, the fear, the fear, even though nothing was happening in front of our eyes, it was all the fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then signed whereas statements, um, like a king dictates, mm. whereas you will not wear this, you know, you will wear this mask. Um, and so would you ever sign a whereas statement? <laughs> Do I even have to ask? <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely not. I can, yeah. You, <laughs> I would, I, yeah. If, if anything like that came down even from mm-hmm. the state or the federal government, I'd be like, ah, we're going to make ourselves a sanctuary city and ain't none of that happening around here. <laughs> yeah. We're going to play your game and be a sanctuary city. We're right. done. Woody Woodbury, thank you. Um, he is running for mayor of St. George. Will you please give your website? Yeah, woodyformayor.org. Yeah.
Easy, easy. Um, uh, the number four, Woody Formare. And you can go check him out and uh, you can talk to him and contact him through the site. And, um, you know, we have options, people. And I, I really do think that um, we need to really clean some house here. Uh, I, after the horrific year of 2020 and 2021 that it's leapt into, we just cannot have that again. We just can't have that anymore. So I just want to make sure that we're we're cleaning house. Thank you so much, Woody. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. And uh, I'll be right back with Melissa. Don't go anywhere. And uh, Susan's got a lot of stuff too. So you're not going to want to miss today's show. We'll be right back. Kate Daly show, katedalyradio.com. Go to the show notes for all the things I talk about on the show. Be right back.